<laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the College of Geek Podcast. I'm doing a car episode once again, doing every once in a while. To be honest, generally when I don't have time to record them at home or just for whatever reason I need to drive somewhere and have some time to talk about my thoughts, and that's what's going to happen today. So, as you might be able to surmise from the title of this episode, I did indeed go see Star Wars yesterday. Now, I've actually had plans for probably like two or three months now to go see it in IMAX, which will be happening this Saturday, so like five days from now, I think, as I recorded this. But I was not about to leave, uh, you know, my my spoiler-free experience up to chance and fate and the will of the gods or whatever. So my girlfriend and I went to see it on Sunday, and it was great. And it got me thinking about a topic that uh, I've been asked about several times, which yeah, people email me and they ask me often, like, how did you find the people who are in your mastermind groups? Which I prefer to instead call Jedi Councils because mastermind groups sounds like something some like overly tanned independent business owner, quote unquote, would tell you at like a multi-level marketing conference while he tries to scam you out of your money. So I don't know, maybe that'll offend some people who like to use the term, but I like Jedi Councils. And if you if we watched the couple of videos where I've mentioned these, Basically, I have regular check-ins, calls, Skype meetings, whatever, with several people in my life who want to see me succeed, who want like me to be an accountability partner for them, and these, these Jedi Council meetings are our way of supporting each other and helping each other through problems and identifying struggles and seeing what's working, what's not working, and also sharing successes. So it's just kind of like having somebody there for you who is invested in your success and, uh, it's been really helpful for me to have these groups. So people have been asking me, like, how did you find these? And I, I can give some general principles, but what I wanted to do in this episode is simply just tell you the story uh, for each of them about how I kind of met the person and how I got into them. So let's let's break this down. This is episode 89, so you'll find show notes at cigpodcast.com. Episode 89, link on the page as always. And you'll also find ways to subscribe, rate the podcast, and review it on iTunes if you would like to support it. Definitely helps a lot. And thank you so much to everyone who's done that. Uh, just recently, we crossed the 100 rating mark on iTunes, which is huge. I uh, never once thought we'd get that far. Like, I remember starting the podcast, it was like the beginning of 2013. It was kind of like a New Year's resolution. I'm finally going to start this podcast. I've been meaning to do it for like six months. I'm just going to buy the microphone and talk into it and see what happens. And now, like, Two and a half, two over, almost three years later. It's almost three years later. It's almost 2016. Three years of podcasting, coming from a guy who used to be afraid of public speaking. Like it's just crazy to see 100 ratings on iTunes. All the people I've been able to talk to, like it's awesome. And, and you're gonna, you're gonna see or hear a common thread in this episode of how I met these people, or or, or uh, the podcast being an integral part of the story for each one. So anyway, that's where you can find those show notes and. Let's, uh, let's just go through like the list of Jedi Councils that I currently participate in. So the big one is the one I have every single week. I only have one that's weekly. And that is with Stephen Worley, who used to run a podcast called Unstuckable, who's currently building a new thing of his own. Uh, Zach Sexton, who works for AsianEfficiency.com. And also my friend Stefano Gandini, who has CollegeTopia.com and also has, who has been on the podcast, episode 44, I believe and has guest posted on the site and wrote one of the almost awesome guest posts ever. And it was like on networking if you're an introvert. So excellent guest post. I'll link to that in the show notes. And that one 
So that is a weekly group. Let's see here. The next one is a monthly call, which it is called a tete-a-tete. I, I, it's a French word. I cannot pronounce French words to save my life, but that is what my friend Caleb likes to call it. Uh, that's a call, uh, call I have with Caleb Wojcik, who runs DIYvideoguy.com. He's a video expert. Let's see here. I check in every once in a while with Jenny Blake, who used to run Life After College and now runs her own thing and has a book called The Pivot Method, or maybe just Pivot. I can't remember the name right now off the top of my head. Coming out. She's really cool. And then um, I have a monthly education Jedi Council meeting with my friend Tom Miller from WTFProfessor.com and my friend Colin, who runs BetterExplained.com, I believe it is. And uh, he, he makes some of the coolest math tutorials. Uh, I remember I, I read his stuff when I was in college. Like, it's been around for quite a while. When you, if you Google, like, the how to solve X equation or something like that, you'll probably find his site. Super cool guy. And uh, also my friend James, who has Mastering Organic Chemistry. So he's, like, an organic chemistry expert. And then the last one is a very occasional meeting I have with T. Michael Martin, who is one half of the driving force behind How to Adult, which is one of the YouTube channels that I have been working with and uh, being a fan of in general for quite a long time. And also he is a successfully published fiction author who has one book out and one coming out very soon. The cover art of which is amazing, I might add. So those are all the meetings I have, but yeah, I would say the most official, like the biggest one is that, that weekly one. And then the, uh, the monthly education hangout is the other one that's like in a group setting. And the other ones are just kind of like personal conversations with one person. Uh, and that works out really well for me. I, I also have occasional conversations with other people. Like Andrew is my co-host on Less Money Matters. So we talk every once in a while. My friend Matt Giovanisi, who was the previous co-host on Less Money Matters. Every time we end up talking, we end up talking for like two or three hours. So we probably can like condense three months worth of quote unquote Jedi council meetings into one conversation every time we talk. Uh, and it's awesome just having these people to support me. So I kind of want to just guide you through a few of the stories about how I met these people. So maybe you can pull some common threads from each one and start kind of building some ideas in your mind of how you can put yourself in the right situations to meet people of your own who could form Jedi Councils with you. So let's start with the big one. Um, Zach Sexton was the guy who basically was like the driving force in forming this first group. And this is another common thread. With each one... I was not, I was not the originator of the group itself, though I may have been the originator of the meetings. But with this one, it was uh, Zach. So I went to an event called World Domination Summit back in 2014, summer of 2014. And World Domination Summit is a huge event that happens in Portland, Oregon, every single year. It's put on by this guy named Chris Gillibo, who he's like a legend in the blogging world. He he's kind of known for being the guy who's like traveled to almost every country in the world, and puts on this crazy event in Portland and all like everybody in like the weird sphere of bloggers who write about personal development and education and, and money and business and stuff like that like that's kind of the hub for these kind of people like roughly 50% I would say of the guests on my podcast have probably been to World Domination Summit or know somebody who has been there so I had wanted to go for years. I could never scrape up the money when I was a student. And then like the one year I could afford it, I think it was 2013, I didn't sign up in time. Finally made it out there in 2014. And I went to this like pre-party. 
it was like a, the day before the events of the, the conference started officially, there was like this big pre-game party thing put on by Sean Ogle of location180.com. Another guy I used to read in college kind of inspired me to travel. So I showed up to that because I wanted to meet a bunch of my like blogging heroes, like Steve Camp from Nerd Fitness, my friend Joel Runyon. I'm wearing a Joel uh, Impossible shirt right now, actually. Uh, I knew they were going to be there, so I went. And at that party, I met Zach. And I think I think he had heard of me or something, so he introduced himself. We ended up talking a bit. And that night, he emailed me and he said, Hey, uh, Sunday morning, I'm doing like this little breakfast meeting. We're going to meet at this restaurant. And just want to meet with a few of the people that I have met so far here at WDS so we can all just kind of get to know each other. So I said, sure. And went through the conference, met them all at the breakfast meeting, and that's where I met Stephen from Unstuckable. At the time, Stephen had a business partner, who I don't think he's working with anymore. And there were some other people who I don't remember because I haven't talked to them ever since then, but Zach and I and Stephen hit it off really well. And once I got home from WDS, one of us, I can't remember who, floated the idea of, hey, why don't we talk regularly? Because we had an awesome conversation. I think it was really helpful for everybody. And I was like, I'm game. Let's do it. So originally, it just it was a monthly thing. It wasn't as organized as it is now. And then uh, Stefano was a recent addition. Now, I met Stefano because he emailed me probably two or three years ago when I was probably still in college, actually. And he was like, hey, I'm also a student. I also started my own blog called College Topia. Check it out. And uh, at the time, like I did, I think it took me a long time to get back to him because I'm terrible at emails. But I eventually got back to him, and he emailed me later on one day saying, hey, I just had, I had an idea for you. Um, I know you don't take guest posts, but like I had this really cool experience where I had an internship, and they invited me to go to this cool conference in Las Vegas, and I was the only intern in the company who got to go. And everyone else was like a professional who had years of experience, and I was like, that's a pretty cool story. Okay, why don't you come on the podcast, tell me how you did that. Um, I know we have a lot of questions about like networking as an introvert and, and kind of like standing out in internships. So I had him on the show, we ended up becoming pretty good friends, and then he wrote his guest post, and he emailed me a little later, and he was like, hey, I know you're in that mastermind group with Zach and Steven, and I'm just kind of like wondering if I could pick your brain about how to find people to be in my own mastermind group. So I kind of offered some of my thoughts, which I will also offer here. And independently, he also connected with Zach. And through all of that, the idea got, got floated that, hey, why don't we just have Stefano join our group? And also, let's take our group to a more official like weekly format. So every Monday morning, we're gonna check in keep each other accountable on a weekly basis. And that's been going on now since I want to say August or September. So yeah, about four or five months now. And we've got like this big archive of documents in Google Docs. Every time we talk, we have a document where we, we have a very structured call. It's not just us talking about, you know, just talking about whatever. It's uh, getting our goals written down. So at the end of every call, we'll be like, all right, I want to achieve X, Y, and Z this week, keep me accountable. And then when the call starts, we first start with, did you get last week's goals accomplished? If so, awesome. If so, or if not, why not? What got in the way? Did you predict, you know, did you like predict too much work for yourself or did something come in the way or were your motivation levels down? Like what was the problem? Then we move into a hot seat where each, uh, each week one person on a rotation is kind of like put in the hot seat, we 
really drill down into their goals, what's working, what's not, try to provide as much help as possible, and then end up talking a little bit about just whatever, having discussions on philosophy or, or just whatever is interesting us at the time. And uh, we end the call again, like I said, with those goals. So that is how that group got started. Um, the next group, um, let's just go to Caleb. So Caleb Wojcik, who currently runs DIY Video Guy, he started out with a blog called Pocket Changed, which was about personal finance, but I kind of met unofficially, I didn't really meet him, but I knew of him because there was this blog called Think Traffic back in the day, ran by this dude named Corbett Barr, who has been one of my big influences over the years as a writer. And uh, since, like nowadays, it's now fizzle.co, it's not Think Traffic anymore, and they've kind of shifted from just being a blog to being like this almost lynda.com-esque training library of videos and a forum for people who want to build blogs and online businesses. And to be honest, uh, it costs like 35 bucks a month, but there's a free trial. And if you want, I get a lot of questions from people like, how do I do what you do, dude? And I'm like, Fizzle's the best, the absolute best place to learn if you want like a concentrated curriculum of stuff to learn to do what I do. So if you had the gumption to do it, like doing the six week free trial or whatever, I think it's six weeks, you could go through like their entire library and then decide if it was worth it to pay. But anyway, uh, Caleb was like a dude who had just met Corbett and was helping out and they were running something, it was like 2011, really early on in my blogging career. They started this thing called the Million Dollar Blog Project. And they were like, we wanna get a group of people together, like as many as we can, all of us are gonna like start blogs or submit blogs that are really young and we're gonna see if we can get to a million dollars in collective income through all of our blogs. We're gonna track it. Uh, so they set up this website where you can create a profile, you can put your blog into it, you can put your goals, and you can also track how much money you made and your traffic stats over the, over the years. This guy's got a really loud car with really tacky pink wheels too. This guy needs to up his style game. Are you trying to be Bam Margera, man? <laughs> anyway, so I got really into this. I was like, I was checking the charts all the time. I got really competitive with it. And eventually, after like a year or so, I didn't make the most money, I don't think, but I had the most traffic to my blog. Uh, and may maybe I officially made the most money and somebody didn't update theirs. I can't remember. Um, it wasn't a ton, but it was like, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars over a year's course, a course of a year or something. And a lot of traffic. Uh, at least in my mind back then it was a lot of traffic and I won so Corbett like interviewed me for a blog post talked about like what worked what didn't I think that's kind of how I got on Caleb's radar and then fast forward to the fizzle days so I guess in between the fizzle and the think traffic transition I had Caleb on my podcast I want to say it's episode 9 we talked about like building diverse skill sets and then he had me on his podcast right around the same time kind of got my story. So we kind of established a connection through the podcasting. And then uh, once Fizzle started, now this, the next part of the story comes in 2014, right around the time when Caleb actually left Fizzle to start DIY Video Guy to strike out on his own. And this was also right around the time when I started making videos. And after I made my third video, I was really excited about the process and all the gear and everything. So I went into the Fizzle forums, because I was a member at the time, 
and I just wrote this big post. I was like, how to make super high quality videos for less than a thousand bucks. Because my problem, and a lot of other people's problems at the time, were that like all these people we were seeing making videos in the blogger area, like successful bloggers who had made videos, including the Fizzle guys, were using $3,500 camera, cameras, like the Canon 5D Mark III, they had $700 microphones, like this ridiculous setup, and there's no way I could ever afford that or justify making that kind of a purchase. So how, you know, and I was afraid to make videos for so long because of that. Uh, and a few, you know, I kind of got into YouTube after a while and I started uh, following YouTubers who didn't have as much high quality gear, but still had like good followings and made good stuff. So that's kind of what inspired me to get started. And I just started researching cheap gear I could make. And I built my own lights out of stuff from the hardware store and used a old camera and still make good stuff. So I wrote this big forum post. I was like, here's everything I've learned over the course of making a few videos. Just want to dump it here and kind of have it in one centralized place. And then they liked it enough that they were like, they let me publish it as a guest post in their blog. So that kind of got me a little bit of uh, notoriety in blogging circles as somebody who knew a thing or two about video. So because of that, Caleb had me on his show uh, new show, DIY Video Guy show. It's like a podcast about videos, which sounds a little bit ironic. And we talked about the exact same topic, how to make high quality videos on a shoestring budget. Uh, and then later on, I remember, I think this is another thing that helped me cement my connection with Caleb. I remember listening to a later episode of his podcast and he mentioned on there like, I don't have any content for next week, so I'm not sure if there's gonna be a new episode next week or not. And I emailed him like, dude, you gotta be consistent with your podcasting. I've seen like ridiculous gains from being consistent. So how about this? Let's let's flip the tables around. I will interview you on your podcast because you're the expert in video and you like talk about things you know in the solo episodes, but people don't often get an opportunity to hear you answer the questions that beginners have in a public manner. So I'm going to interview you on your podcast about things you've learned and I'm going to ask you questions that you haven't thought of yet. So we did like two episodes on that and that was cool. So I've been on a show three times, uh, kind of like muscled my way into it the first time. And then the next thing that happened was I wanted to go to VidCon and I was like, I don't want to go to VidCon by myself because that would be super lame. So I emailed my friend Matt Giovannisi and Caleb and I was like, dudes, let's get a hotel. Let's go to VidCon. I know you guys are all interested in YouTube, let's do it. So we did that, and then a few months ago, I got the email invitation. Dude, I wanna do this uh, monthly call with you. I think it'll be really beneficial. So that's how that one happened. Uh, with Jenny Blake from Life After College, I had her on my show again. Recurring theme here, right? Um, and I, actually, what I found is having a podcast is a fantastic way to meet people that may seem a bit like too big or well-known for you to reach out to without one. Like it's certainly not the only way, but it definitely gives you kind of like a, an in like, Hey, I have the show. I want to pick your brain. I have an audience, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even have to be big. Like my podcast was getting like 200 downloads an episode when some of these really cool guests came on. Uh, but that was kind of like my in and let's see here. She was on the show and what ended up happening is like a few months ago, I have been steeped in audio quality, like audio engineering, 
I've never done any official education about it, but like volunteered at an organization in college where I had to like run a sound system. And then I ended up paying a guy to teach me more about audio engineering. That's actually how I met my friend Youngtown. He's a YouTuber, but he's got an audio engineering background and he makes like video game rap songs and the sound quality is amazing. And I was like, dude, uh, he had this Patreon page and like the 50 level, $50 per month commitment was audio consultation. And I was like, teach me what you know about audio. So I learned all this stuff about audio, which is why my my video audio and usually my podcast audio, maybe not so much today because I'm recording on an iPhone, is generally pretty good. And I've just developed this uber sensitive ear to audio. So I was on SoundCloud one day and I followed Jenny there and I noticed that she had posted up this like uh, chap, like first chapter audio narration of her book, Life After College. And I listened to it just out of curiosity because I browse things. And I noticed that like there was some there's like peaking and basically peaking is when you the, the mic is so sensitive that you speak loud enough and it distorts at the at the top level of the volume. Um, like if you were to scream into a microphone right up really close, like you kind of know what that sounds like. That can happen when microphones are too sensitive. So I just shot her a quick email. I'm like, hey, don't know if that was just like posted on your SoundCloud as like a practice run or something, but I thought I would just extend an offer of help if you need it. I know some things about audio engineering. I've been podcasting for a few years. I would be happy to give you some pointers. And she's like, actually, yes, I would like some help. <laughs> and uh, I know that you've like expressed interest in writing a book before. So let's just do like a, you know, every so often check in with each other, give each other some pointers and help each other out. And that's kind of how that one started. It's a really simple kind of thing. And then the education hangout. Um, honestly, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be like too in, in in depth about this one because you can literally swap Stefano's name with Tom Miller's name from WTF Professor. He's another guy who emailed me a while ago. Said, "Hey, I want I love what you're doing. I kind of want to do the same thing, but for like engineering and math and science students." So we ended up making connections. He guest posted for me a couple times, uh, and then he's like. Hey, I know this guy, a colleague. I know him from Better Explained. And I was like, I know that guy. Like, I haven't met him, but I love his work. He's like, yeah. So, and I know this guy, you know, James, let's let's just set up like a monthly hangout and swap what we know about education stuff. Like, I know a lot about X, Y, and Z. I've been building these email courses. You know a lot about video. James knows a lot about selling stuff. Like, we all have information we could bring to the table. So, I think the education hangout is was a very business-minded one. Um, there was no friendly breakfast involved. But I had a lot of respect for Tom, having seen his work and having published his work on my site. Had a lot of respect for college, just having read his work and gotten help from it as a student. And then James has been a wealth of knowledge as well. And it just really helps out. And we also honestly just have a really good time when we talk because we are pretty similar people in a lot of ways. And then um, the last one was with T. Mike Martin from How to Adult. So that one happened because... I, this is like a perfect example of fan first mentality. I've talked about this, this idea where if you want to make a connection with somebody who is well known, it's the, the best thing you can do is be a fan of their work first, like be a champion for it, share it, you know, point people to it. And that's what I did with how to adult. I, I discovered the how to adult channel. They were probably at like 70,000 subscribers at the time. I was at like none because I was right when my YouTube channel started, but I was like, 
I really wish there was a channel for teaching adult skills. Like, how do you open a bank account? How do you change a tire? And lo and behold, as the light descends from the clouds, how to adult was uh, was shown to me. And I was like, this is what students need to know about. So I started linking their videos all the time, follow them on Twitter. And one day they tweeted out, hey guys, we need some, uh, some tips on how to build habits because we want to make a video on it. And I was like, Hello, raise my hand. I know a lot about habits. I read tons of books about them. I've been experimenting all this stuff. Like I would love to do a video for you guys. I had seen that they had published some some guest videos before on their channel. So there was precedent for it. I wasn't just kind of like sticking my nose in. Um, and they were like, well, we don't really have room for you to do a guest video right now. But if you would like to write the script, we actually pay. And I'm like, whoa, really? And they're like, yeah, you know, we kind of extend that to some to people occasionally. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote the script. Uh, I was less interested in the money and more interested in like, I'm writing a script for a big channel with 70,000 subscribers. Like that seemed monumental at the time. And over the next few months, I ended up writing several scripts for them. Um, so if you watch a lot of the videos on their channel, there are at least like six, I believe that I have written. And then they finally did actually extend an invitation for me to do a video on their channel. So if you go over to how to adult on YouTube, you will see my smiling face with like a brain in the background and I made a video on how to learn new skills quickly. So that was a cool opportunity and really helped my channel actually. Um, and then later on I was, I can't remember if I or Mike came up with the idea, but one of us were like, let's do a somewhat regular call and just help each other out with stuff because we're both doing YouTube. And it was really welcome for me because I really wanted to have some regular interaction and feedback and guidance from somebody like steeped in YouTube, because that is where my mind is most of the time these days. I'm a YouTuber first, which is weird because I started as a blogger, but if I feel like my identity is YouTuber and I just want to, I, I love the community there and I wanted to talk with people whose like passion is around creating YouTube videos. So that's, that's the stories behind, um, each of my little Jedi councils that I have. And just to wrap this up really quickly here, I want to pull out some of the threads here because yes, each of these people, the, the ringleaders of the groups and the, the group ones or just the people that I'm talking to reached out and said, they asked the question, do you want to have like a monthly or weekly chat where we can help each other out? But it wasn't out of the blue. And I think if it was out of the blue, it wouldn't work for me because you're asking someone to commit to a long-term investment of time to talk with them. And they know, like, you know, if somebody asks you, can we talk every single week? Like your brain goes to how long does this have to go? Because you can't just be like, well, let's try it. I, mean, I, I suppose you could be like, well, let's try it for, you know, 10 weeks or something like that. But usually it doesn't work out that way. It's like, well, we'll do it indefinitely, basically. And that's kind of how each of these is structured. So it has to be somebody who would be like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And the best way for that to happen is for you to have an existing established relationship with that person. And, uh, ideally like a friend kind of relationship, like not just businessy, but like friend ones, the best ones. So, uh, I've, I've had people ask like, should I just ask my friends? And here, I honestly think that in most cases, your friends by proximity are usually not going to be the best candidates for a Jedi council because friends by proximity are generally friends that do fun things with each other. You might have the rare friend who has kind of like similar interests or similar levels of motivation with you. And maybe they're a great candidate, but in my experience, my friends by proximity are not uber interested in my progress as a professional. They're not really interested in um, me succeeding. Like they want me to succeed, but they're not like invested in it. They're like, 
he's my friend. He does things. I'm me and I do things. I go to work, blah, blah, blah. They're not interested. So you got to find the people who are interested in the kind of things you're interested in. Even if they're not doing the same kind of work, they're doing things at a similar level of motivation or their heads in the same space. And you find these people by getting yourself out to events, by putting yourself out there, by being a fan first, by sharing the work of other people. So if I can really boil it down to just a few tips for you, it would be this. Get a Twitter account and be somewhat active on there, but follow the people who matter to you, who do things that you admire. Be a champion for them, share their stuff. And then if you have an opportunity to get out to an event, even if it's not an event that like the specific people you're trying to get to are going to be at, just get, just expose yourself to events uh, and, and place your body into locations where there's going to be a concentration of other people who operate on the same like brainwave space that you operate on. And these connections are going to happen. And more often than not, they're going to be with people that you did not expect the connection to happen with. You know, most of these connections, most of these, uh, these weekly calls that I'm doing are with people that I wasn't following before I met them. I, I had never heard of Steven. I had barely, I had heard of Asian efficiency, but I didn't know who Zach was. Stefano reached out to me. Tom Miller reached out to me. You know, I knew who Caleb was and I knew who Jenny was and, uh, Michael, but so it's kind of a mix. Like you never know where that really great relationship is going to come from. So just get yourself out there as much as you can and put yourself in places where the luck is going to come to you, where your, your luck will raise up. So we're right around the half an hour mark. I am going to uh, end the podcast here. Hopefully this has been helpful to you. And if you're listening to this on the day it comes out or you know the day after, I hope that your holiday season is awesome. Uh, and definitely just like get some relaxation in, you know, de-stress a little bit. And then next week, start preparing for an, a kick-ass next semester. All right, guys, once again, show notes, CIGpodcast.com. Episode 89 is where you can find all the links and cool stuff I mentioned. I'll probably have to listen through this again so I can uh, write down all the links. It's the one problem about driving is you can't mark things down when you think of them. But yeah, and hey, if you like the show uh, and you want to give back a little bit, definitely on iTunes, if you write a, a, write a review or uh, leave a quick rating, it definitely helps the show out a lot. And it just gives me, I don't know, warm, fuzzy feelings in my heart, but also it gives me some good feedback to build off of. So thanks for listening. And as always, I'll see you next week in next week's episode. Stay cute. Thank you.